Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Honest Apart with me, Matthew Ali. And me, Ashley McAllister. Um, what do we normally say after that bit, actually? I don't think I've done an intro in a while. <laughs> I don't think you have. I don't think you have either. Thank you for joining us again. <laughs> this is episode 14. 14, okay. We're getting there. Yeah, we are. Building up slowly and surely. Should it be a good idea to listen back to like some of the first ones? I might I do, do some. After. I huh? do some. Oh, do you? Yeah. You re-listen to them? Yeah, like sometimes I'll be like... I'll listen to this one again. Why? Reminisce of the good old times. We were young, and fresh. There are some people that are just starting to listen to it now, so they're catching up. And so they'll, they'll like message me or I'll see them at rugby and they'll be like, oh, it was so good when you were talking about that. And I have no idea what they're talking about. I know. <laughs> yeah, like my friend. And I feel like um, I should know my content, you know? Well, it, it, you know what? Well, think, well, 14 weeks ago, well, over 14 weeks, because back in July, you know, it's time ago, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't remember everything I talked about. And did you get up so much this weekend? Um, this weekend, I have fucking destroyed my soul by watching all of The Haunting in Hill House. Is it a series? Because you keep, you keep posting about it, and I was like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, it's a TV series. I remember, I remember back, Catherine Zeta-Jones and Liam Neeson were in a film called The Haunting um, years and years and years ago. And this is based on a similar story to that, except it's not. It's, they're both based on the same book, The Haunting of the Hill House. Oh, my God. It is... If you like being scared, absolutely not. Well, then you will hate it. I would never watch it. I was. I regretted it inside the first five minutes. And you just said they're watching it by yourself. No, my mum was. <laughs> you can't kill that poor cow. <laughs> <laughs> my poor mum. Um, she. Well, we have very similar tastes in TV, but this is something else. Like literally, stress level, on like unbelievable. She was your rock, was he? Like you were crying into her shoulder. <laughs> um, I think we're both easily, both equally as scared. I, I, I can't. I don't want to say anything because in case anybody wants to listen to it. But if you're out there, you like a good scare or watch because it was phenomenal. And I want to watch it again because I'll tell you why. I do. You know what? I'm one of these people. I love watching horror films. No. <laughs> I know I, I can understand why people don't like watching them I love watching them I like getting scared but then once I'm scared I'm like why did I do this to myself I'm not um, scared of horror films I just don't want to watch them I was watching this I think I was watching episode 8 or 9 last night and Bernard was like coming up to midnight and I was like watching it and you know when you like a, a bit of something moves and this is all happening this is all happening in the TV not, like, not, in my, not in my world here something moves like and you see like a reflection, like glass move or something. You'll see like the light move on it. Something happened. And as I did it on the TV, I seen a face. And I was like, that's so fucking scary. So I paused it, rewind it. I said, mom, did you see that? She's like, what? I was like, watch the glass behind the girl who's talking. And the face just like, as, it, as the camera moves, the face just appears. And I was like, that's disgusting. So I did a bit of research afterwards. There are hidden ghost faces throughout the series. For so, no reason whatsoever. Well, it's all based in a haunted house. So it's all sort of set up that when, even when there's no ghosts in the main story, in the background, there's always somebody watching. And I was like, in the, in the, in the scene I'm talking about, some of the kids are talking to their mom, and the mom's got like a sore head. And they're like, talking, talking, talking. And the mom's like, just shut up, just shut up. Um, but in the background, there's just literally this white face stood watching and if it's it's not focused on like the camera doesn't look at it it's just in the background and i looked at some other pictures online and there's like 
like little things where the camera will be like moving across something and you just think it's normal, but you miss the detail. For example, in one of the pictures I've seen, there's like, it goes past a wardrobe or a cupboard or something and there's coats hanging, but in one of the coats, there's hands in the coat. And you never noticed this when you watched it originally? You, you don't watch it because it's not like you're focused on the person who's walking around the house or mm. the action. It's all in the background and it's all so creepy. Oh my God. <laughs> literally, I'm about five inches bolder from watching it. Oh my God, that's literally down to your like neck hair. Literally. I'm like, there's nothing there. But do you know what? I've sent this to my mom. I was like, I can't believe I scared I got at that TV show. And she says, you've always been easily scared though. And it is true. We got out my old baby book from whenever I was a kid. My mom, do you have baby books? We, uh, we used to be naughty. Oh, no. A, a baby book is something a mom would keep to show the progress of the kid. So like, oh, no. <laughs> so it would be like week one, like whatever. And then oh, no, no. year one. And like my mom would keep little samples of the first haircut. And it'd be, what? Yeah. And it would be like, she'll no, write My mom was not that sentimental or crazy. Well, throughout most of mine, it says, easily scared really like, under traits like things my mom noticed whenever i was a kid easily scared <laughs> and it's so true i scare so easily today i made the most amazing roast dinner when people post pictures of their roast dinners i'm gonna slate yours for this reason here we go they can't look that nice did you see mine did you see always, it's like because it's roasted like just things they don't look that nice to post to eat well look, like they taste great but they don't look nice so did you see the picture i posted yeah, yeah, I saw in your, um, your stories. And did you not think it just looked, looked fucking amazing? I thought it looked like any roast dinner. No, it looks... Which is well, missing key ingredients like stuffing and Yorkshire puddings. Oh, don't, because my mum said that to me and I lost it at her. I was like, don't be so rude. Somebody's made you dinner and you're asking me for more. Be grateful what you got. Those, <laughs> those two items. She goes, is it too late? They, make, they make, make a roast dinner. Like, not, not for someone who's celiac. I know, I, I know. I was like, I was like, she literally, I was plating up and she was like... It's so bizarre that your mum would say this, even though she knows who you are and raised you your entire life. I, I, I just said, look, sit down or you can go without. Your gravy wouldn't have been that nice either because like flour goes into gravy, isn't it? No, no, no. This was Tesco's finest gravy. And I added some, added some of the stock from the ham as well. Honey glazed. Oh, so nice. Anyway, I've chatted forever. What, are you, yeah. what, are you, what have you been up to this weekend? Um, so I went for drinks on Friday Managed to have my lovely kebab I haven't seen The last Fridays A couple of Fridays I've been busy unfortunately So I've neglected my kebab eating Ooh. I managed to get that Late on Friday After my drinks from work And then we had rugby yesterday And we won So um, We had four teams playing um, Oh wow And we were the only team that won um, Kill surprise <laughs> uh, But it was good It was our fourth win in a row And it's 50 nil. 50 nil. 50, 50 nil we won. That's amazing. It's so good. Well done, boys. Uh, yay. And a lot of good performances and, and we're doing well. So hopefully we carry on as a twos team um, winning because that is wonderful. That's really good. Did nothing today. Absolutely nothing. I did. Um, and I've got tomorrow off, which is wonderful. So I'm going to finish today watching Grey's Anatomy and then watch Grey's Anatomy all day tomorrow. And you're going to edit the podcast. This is your first yes. time editing the podcast. Yes, yes. So basically, I'm going to take out all the words that you say and <laughs> just keep what I say in. Oh, um, that would be really dull. So yeah, nothing too much today. Uh, this is like the last, I say that, next weekend. I've been going out every weekend. <clears throat> As you can tell, my voice hasn't really recovered. But it needs to stop. It needs to stop. We went out heavy last night. I think next week might be the last one for a couple of weeks because, you know, I'm old and my throat is sore. 
Mm-hmm. I can't hit those notes like I used to. Mm, I can hit the notes. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you're just shaking. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but that was my weekend. It was pretty good. And the week was nice overall. I went for a nice walk on the beach yesterday morning and this morning. You must be well bored. <laughs> oh, no, it's, I mean, I don't live that far from the beach. It's about five, ten minute drive. It must be freezing. It's nice, so nice and crisp. If you ever decide to visit, I'll take you to this coffee shop because they do really good. Yeah, but invite me was um, the end of that sentence. If you're open invitation, let me know when you want to come and you can come. I know you're super, super busy with all your lights out and stuff. So, so. But I'll take you to this coffee shop. You get a little coffee and you just walk along the beach and it's so chilled. I had my thoughts. I was zenning out. I feel very positive about the world this week. How long would a walk be? Because like, I don't really like to walk that much. Well, as long as you make it. You walk up the beach and you decide how far you want to go. Would you maybe yeah, walk for like two hours or like 25 minutes or something? If you came over and you didn't want to walk that far, I wouldn't make you walk two hours. Amazing. A half an hour walk. I'll do that. I can do a half an hour. 15 minutes one way, 15 minutes back. And Plus two hours in the coffee shop. Well, it's not really much to do in that coffee shop. It is there like is a little... You bring unstable unicorns. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing before we get in... St- I, I, I was going to just jump right in and start talking about stuff. But before we do... I'm going to say to everyone listening, thank you very much for the support so far. I've loved making this podcast. 14 episodes in. Love it. Um, thank you for all the comments, all the reviews, all the feedback. It's helped it grow, helped it change, helped it mold into what it is today. And I know we're only not far along our podcast journey compared to some other ones out there. And we're still learning and we're still adapting and we're still perfecting. But I just want to say a massive thanks. I just want to say it now because I didn't want to leave it to the end in case anybody switches off you know whenever they hear the music coming they're like oh they're going to just go blah 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 talking now shut it down i also want to say that it'd be really really great if people go and leave more reviews because it helps the algorithm follow us on our insta honest pod follow us on twitter honest pod follow us on facebook honest pod and you can follow us on our personal ones as well instagram and twitter nice i thought there was going to be a but coming like thank you for everything but but it didn't come so that's great that's really <laughs> no nice. it was it was i was sitting I was doing something, what day was it last week? And I was just like, somebody's given me feedback on last week's episode. And we've list people who, oh, we have a new review actually. We have people who listen who totally disagree with everything we say. People and I was do just, don't. They totally disagree with everything that we say. It, wait, who did? Start this again. We have people who listen who totally disagree with everything that we say. Both of us? Yeah, pretty much. Who said that? Well, we're, well this person's opinion is that we're very left in our opinion. He, and he's very right. Is this person gay? He is. Do I know this person? No, no, you don't know. So, but he says that he, wouldn't be untrue, though. In all fairness, what his belief that I guess we're quite left. Yeah, we are pretty left. I mean, I'm probably I sometimes sway left or right. Well, I don't really have a. I don't, I don't really form my opinions based on different agendas. But I guess no, they're just yeah. who you are. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is fine. Which is you know, you be you, babes. I be my. But anyway, I just want to say thank you to everyone who listened. I was reflecting on where we've come from, where we want to go. I just had a really kind of epiphany moment. So um, this person, this person still listens to our podcast regularly, despite the fact that they disagree with what we say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, cool. yeah, see, so he, yeah, he listens every week. And Amazing. I get a flood of messages saying, totally wrong, totally wrong, totally wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, in your opinion, in your opinion, in your opinion. He knows we, re- like he listens, he's listened to every episode. And he knows we read out comments. He left us a, feed, he left us a review this week. And I was like, oh, well, you know, now we get to read it out. He's like, oh, I didn't realize you did that. I was like, come on. 
Of course you did. <laughs> you listened to every episode. Um, he's a f- local friend of mine from the, the next turnover, but he lives in Belfast as well. Um, I'm glad you disagree with everything we say. But I'm glad you listen. That's amazing. He's the type of person who, if he joined the DUP, I wouldn't be surprised. They're the... The really horrible political party. What? No, I'm joking. I don't think he's that extreme. Anyway, let's get into it. <laughs> let's get into it. Cool, so I'll go first. Um, I want to talk about, there's two things I want to talk about. I'm going to, two small micro topics that we can go through quickly. Um, one is phobias. Why? I, when you said this, I'm interested, but why? Well, because I have a phobia. Of commitment? <laughs> commitment. <laughs> I've mean, gone, I'm, I'm so many, so many phobias. I, spiders, I can't stand spiders. Every time I see a spider video, I want to send it to you. But I also take you very seriously in the fact that you well, will actually unfriend me and other people. This, this is what I want to talk about. Phobia, spider season. I fucking can't stand the little cunts. I li- they, they, they actually, thinking about it, it's actually making me feel sick. Like, my tongue is getting heavy. I'm getting sweaty. I feel sick just thinking about it. What happened the other day? My mom, who knows me, you know, 33, giant spider on the wall just as you come in our house. And I was like, I looked at it. I let her a bit of a yelp. I was like, Ugh. and she Wait, thought it was like, ah! <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a bit like that. A bit higher though. <laughs> the dogs, it's, it's my sore throat. the dogs started howling next door. <laughs> she thought it was hilarious that I walked in to see the spider and freaked the fuck out. And I rolled up my sleeves and I let her have it. Your mom she, or the spider? I, no, this, the, my mom. I was like, what the actual fuck? One thing I've never, and I've, it happened when we were in Australia. And you know, like, like you just said, if I have so many spider videos, I've, seen, you, I've, nearly, I've nearly fallen out of friends over this. People seem to think it's funny. It is. It's not. It is not. Phobia, bitch. It's an irrational fear. I can't control it. I know the spiders aren't there. To, like, they're not going to kill me, but I can't control it. I saw this video the other day where this person was clearing like loads of spiders. It's like, like they were just mm. coming, like just being hatched and he's doing with his hands Mm-mm. and all up his arms and shit. Oh, shut like, up. Oh, God. And he's just picking them out of this um, gutter on the edge of a roof and like a building or something. He was just pulling them out, pulling them out. And I mean, they were all over his hands, all oh, over his hands. Make me a and bird I wanted so to I can fly, fly far away so from So badly. Oh, Lord, make me a bird so I can fly far, far, far away from you. Oh Lord, make me a bird so I can fly far, far away from here. Oh Jesus! Is your mom scared of spiders? No, nobody in my. That's what she says. She's like, I don't understand how you're scared of spiders. You've grew up in the country. I'm like, mom, it's an irrational fear. I don't understand why I'm scared of spiders. But it's normally born from something or someone. No fears are. Yeah, well, fears. I would. I would say fears are contagious. You're not born scared of something. No. You have to see somebody else be scared of something. Yeah. So somewhere along my progression into the fabulous human being that I am today, I interacted with somebody who was scared of spiders, and that's now imprinted in my brain. Oh, what's like a film or something, or series? Well, I remember watching Arachnophobia when I was a kid, and that mm. fucked in. When he know. starts on the spider, like, in his shoe, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah and the, the spider kills the bird. I remember the bird in the... Oh, yeah, and I live near a forest, so it was, oh, there's spiders everywhere. 
No, I don't get it. I'm not a huge fan of spiders. And they, the way they run, like, they spawned straight from hell, and they run towards you pretty much ready to attack. And no, I can't abide them. And I will, I will block, unfriend, kill people who send me videos with spiders. I really hope that some followers do. I really do. Please, please, people out there, please send Ashley McAllister. It's A-S-H-M-C-A on Twitter and on Instagram. It's a sure way to get blocked. I'm telling you that. <clears throat> I, I nearly fell out of like a few people. You did have some proper beef. With, I remember, I can't remember, it was a couple of years ago, but someone was doing it constantly and you got really angry. I can't remember who it was either. They're probably dead now. Oh my God. I, um, I just can't, like they used to think it's funny and I was like, why is it funny? Like, I remember waking up with a spider once, like on my face when I was a few years ago. Well, I live in London. As an adult? Yeah, yeah. Man. I woke up and it was just like, it was just there on my face. And I like freaked out and I, I just like, I, got, I, I couldn't breathe and I had to go. Oh, piss off. I was, it was like freaking me out. <laughs> and I had to go and I had to, I, I was so hot. I laid, laid down on the cold tiles in the kitchen. Because of this spider? Well, to cool myself down, I was like, I, I just, I was, it was just too you much. so dramatic and this is ridiculous. This is not dramatic. I'll show you dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> um, not it's the same thing, I have a phobia, but one, it's just a disgusting story. But when I was like 10 years old, I was in holiday with my family and stuff. I mean, I was sleeping and then I felt something in my ear. So like, I thought it was like a big piece of earwax or something and I couldn't really get it out. So I went to the toilet and sort of, oh, there was a wood lice, a wood lice was trying to get into my ear hole. Oh. And then for weeks, I was trying to sleep with my like, hands over my ears, but I couldn't do it because it freaked me out so much. Because obviously, I'd wake up and suddenly be like, oh, shit, my hands aren't on my ears. No. Nope. That's not really the same. No, 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 no. That's disgusting. Then I had somebody try to compare a fear of heights to a fear of spiders. Like, they were like, in their defense, they were like, I don't understand what you mean. I'm scared of heights. And I was trying to, and they were crossing like the Sydney Bridge and they were crossing over something. And I was like, it's totally different. That's not the same. Why is it not the same? Well, because you're all of a sudden not going to be like, like sitting here right now, a spider could come out of anywhere and come for me. Do you know what I mean? But you have to put yourself in a position where you're going to be at a height. The height. You're trying to say that yours is worse. I'm definitely much worse. <laughs> it's outside my control. You have to like walk over a bridge to get scared of it. You have to get on a plane to fly up. For me, it's, it's truly, you know, if I, the only comparable way is if I was to actively go into like a spider house at the zoo, which I would never do. Oh, well, no, you could still be scared of heights, like irrationally so, to the point where yeah, it like no, no. you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying it's not the same though, how the, how the fear comes on. Yeah, but both is a phobia, isn't it? But if somebody was like, okay, I'm going to walk over this bridge, I can prepare myself for it, then you can start going through and whatever you have to do. If a spider just caught, it's a spider just ran out now. <laughs> I'd be climbing on the roof just to get away from it. I, I, don't, I don't know. Anyway, that's one thing I want to talk about: fears, phobias. Spider season is right now. Uh, old wives' tale is that if you put conkers on your radiators, it keeps the spiders away. What the fuck story is that? I've never heard that in my life. Yep, yep, yep. True. No conkers. conkers. On scientific, shit? scientifically unproven conkers. <laughs> yeah, conkers on your radiators keep spiders away. I get teased for saying it. I have a, conker, I have a couple of conkers up my radiator right now. You do not. I do, of course I do. 
No, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. I just, I, there's also like a thing I want to get. Like I said, we live near a forest. We get, we get shitloads of spiders. And I was cleaning out the garage in the summer and there was just so many. And I was like, oh my God, this is like the worst thing ever. Burnt them all. Like any I could burn, I just burnt them. You get these little plug-in things that emit something and it keeps spiders away. I imagine that's real. They emit conkers. It's a conker smelling. <laughs> like, a conker smelling thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think I'm afraid of anything, to be honest. I don't think I have a real phobia. No, I'm not really. But your phobia is not real. It is real. Like, in that instance, you could just go in your garage and still get what you wanted though, isn't it? Yeah, but if there's a spider on top of it, I wouldn't go near it. What, like if you need to get something from the garage? If you're, say for example, you're at my house and you cut yourself and you're bleeding out and you're like, Ash, can you get me a plaster? And I go in and there's a spider on top of the first aid box. You're going to bleed out, bitch. I'm not fucking touching that first aid box with a spider on it. Yeah, but you'd remove the spider. I wouldn't go near it. That's I, not true. I would say, Matt, if you want a plaster, can you get up and move the spider for me, please? Then I'm happy to help. And you'd and you like, picked up a spider. You wouldn't just like shoot it away with like a towel or something. If it was tiny, I would like tiny. But not like hand size. <laughs> not TMP size is my limit. I've never held a tarantula. I'd find that really, really hard. Mm. But would, I would do it, but I would find it difficult. No, I couldn't. Couldn't do it. If just... Oh. Moths. Oh my god. They get me real bad. I won't go near oh, they're them. Just, they're just annoying. It's the way they fly. They fly like crazy. <laughs> they're just like, like, they fly like cray cray. Oh my god. Yeah, there was one on the tube the other day. The bitch was flying everywhere and I couldn't focus on my book and I was just staring at this moth because I, and it was really beautiful actually. Um, they're nice. It was a yeah. nice one. But I couldn't focus. Like, it was just there. Mm. And I was like, that, fit, that thing's going to fly at some point. And when it does, I'm going to like scream out in front of everyone on the tube. <laughs> I can't. Moths, I cannot. I cannot deal with moths. Moths are just like unpretty butterflies though. Butterflies, I don't really like either. I've gone off them since I had one at the summer. I was like cycling after the gym. And oh, yeah. A butterfly flew into my mouth. Oh, I would, I would like, I'd, I'd probably crash. I was like, mmm, protein. But I wouldn't have, I don't know if it counts as a phobia because like, I would get rid of a moth for sure. I wouldn't run away. I have done previously. <laughs> <laughs> like I've like left the living room, closed the door, and not got back in for like an hour. <laughs> what did you? Where did you expect it to go? I opened the window. Did you leave the light on? Because they're attracted to light, aren't they? Do you know moths eat your clothes as well? Yeah, my mom's got mothballs everywhere. If any of our listeners have any phobias, let us know what they are. And if any listeners send me a video of a spider, I will hunt you down. And I will kill you. And if anyone does do that, I will hunt you down and give you a high five. To your cold, dead corpse. I'll get there quicker. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, which was on The View this week. I've never heard of it before, but cuffing season. So did you know what cuffing season was? No. So cuffing season is now until, well, I've heard different things. Now to the end of March is what the most common answer Why are you is. watching The View? I like the view. Do you actually watch it on YouTube or something? Yeah, on YouTube. Sometimes it comes up with something interesting. I like Whoopi Goldberg. I think she's got sound opinions and stuff. They they have a very balanced um, panel. Yeah, they don't always agree on stuff, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, at the minute, there's two people who are Republican and three who are um, 
uh, what's the other one? Not Republican, Democratic. Democrats. Yeah. Uh, and there's like different ethnicities. It's really nice. So we're watching it. Cuffing season. Cuffing season is the time from now to the end of March where people who enjoy a single promiscuous life in the summer want to partner up, but only for this period. You know, people want to chill out in the house, mm. snuggle up, watch Netflix. And people out there want to spend the holiday season with somebody so they feel less alone. But high chance is that when it comes to March, it's ditched and you're back to your single ways again for some a lot of breakups there are a lot of breakups between march and um, june mm. <laughs> every year but there are yeah really? uh, well that's it once the coffin season's over you know you've got your valentine around for a long time is it i don't know i only heard about it this week okay um i don't think it's, I don't think it's that old i want to partner up for the holidays sit and watch some tv stuff stuff on tv so it would have been good to watch that horror thing with somebody else that wasn't my mum. Oh my god! So do you think then you'll want to uh, cuff someone? No. Season? No, I'm not cuffing anyone. Not by choice, though. <laughs> it's by limited resources. I guess I kind of feel that. I mean, it's not really getting cold, but like when I'm like, well, it's just like when I'm in the winter, you stay a lot inside, and I'm staying at home and stuff. Um, mm. It's nice to have someone around. Yeah. But also, like, when you go out to parties, because a lot of people do go out to, like, holiday parties and stuff. It's nice to take somebody to holiday parties. So I, I always feel it's during this time that relationships are, other people in relationships are more evident. In the winter? Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. Maybe, maybe it happens all year, and I only notice more in the winter because I'm too distracted by summer. Excuse me, you're pining after something or someone. I'm pining after no one. I'm off the men. <gasps> you, they seem to be off you, me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say, you straight now. Um, God, no. No. I could not go near the JJ. Did you Did you see what I posted the other day with the hat, finger lengths? Yeah. Did, how did you measure up? Well, it says that like your ring finger should be longer than your index finger. So basically, if anybody doesn't, there's a study done. Yeah. Um, and this was printed in UK press that if your index finger and your ring finger are the same length, you're straight. If they're different lengths, you homo. Most people's hands are like that, though. Well, this is like difference. Like women have longer index fingers than their ring finger, whereas men generally have longer ring fingers than their index finger. I asked online, and a lot of gays were straight, apparently, and they had to worry about how they were going to tell their family after coming out. They're like, how am I going to tell them that I'm straight? And I'm like, you made your bed. I think it's bullshit. Totally bullshit. One of the straight guys, who uh, one of the PTs at the gym, sent me a message and he was like, I'm gay. And I'm like, I knew, I knew it ages ago. <laughs> He's like, how am I going to tell the wife? And I'm like... I did see an Instagram story of you posting. It's always post of your hot trainer guy. <laughs> oh, Mickey. Uh, do you know what? I have to say... He was disappointed though, because I he had a flat tire and I drove out of the pump and I gave the pump to him and pushed the thing. That video, one hundred and forty people click through to look at his profile. How does how did how do you know that? I get stats on my on my Instagram. And I was like, You must have got some new followers today and he's like, Not one. 
<laughs> and I was like, mate, something's not, you know, if you want to get the gay audience, you need to do more than just exercise. My Instagram has pretty much become hot men. There's so many hot men on Instagram, it's ridiculous. Any worth coughing? Uh, I think all of them are. And when I first got Instagram, I hadn't heard of something. Someone had told me there's something called sliding into your DMs. There's a whole meme thing I didn't know. Because I'm an old person. Oh, I've never heard of that. Never? No, what is that? I mean, I've heard the term, but I never really thought about it. Yeah, like, it was like a proper thing that like, people would say there were like gifts and stuff like that about sliding into your DM. What's it mean? Like It's like when you mention someone to like lay on the steam. So oh. I mention someone who's going to be like, you're hot, and they never respond. Do they look at it? Some do, some don't. You can see the scene. Well, I need to figure out a new way of like chatting to guys and stuff because I don't have the apps anymore because they really annoy me. I got Tinder for a week and Tinder's horrendous. I know what you're asking. You're asking me for advice. <laughs> I can sense it. I can sense it. Of course I, I am. What would I do that agony? Ashley. Ashley. How do I talk to people? This is the, it's Ask Ash. How do I talk to people? I don't have the apps. All right, I'm going to just say, if you're messaging strangers on Instagram saying you're hot, you're coming across too heavy, man. It's not actually that often, by the way. I must have done it like three times. You need to tone it down a bit. Okay. Tone it down. Stop picking at your mic right now because the noise oh, is really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll talk about it after. This is not, a, this is not an agony ash session. We don't need to talk about anything, my friend. I'm good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, coughing season. I just think that I, what was annoying me about it, not annoying me, but what I was thinking about it was it's a bit strange that these people, I don't know, it's, who am I to say it's strange? It's not, I can, I can myself find it problematic to get with somebody just for a period knowing that in a couple of months it's going to end. But I don't think it's a conscious decision, is it? You know, I think that you want someone, you just end up spending time with them. You know, actually, you know, I do get more with them, whether you like them or not. And then eventually, like, it gets to the summer and ev- suddenly everyone's hot again. Everyone's so much hotter in the summer. summer. Oh, no, there's nothing hotter than a sweater. <laughs> I know you believe that, but that's actually not- <laughs> just so you know, A nice sweater with a shirt underneath it, a scarf wrapped up. Oh, that's so sexy. So sexy. <laughs> No, shorts, like men, men are just, everyone's just hotter in the summer. And so I guess you mm. want to like see all these, you know, suddenly everything's more appetizing. Whereas in the winter, you may not see so many people, they're all covered up. I like winter clothes, but you're not as attractive in them as you are in summer clothes, I reckon. You look frumpy, don't you? Yeah. yeah I, well, I hope I get someone to cuff this winter. Maybe two people. <gasps> Ooh. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, menage cuff toi. Not at the same time. Oh. That's a bit much, because they might end up cuffing each other, and then I'll just get super jealous. Yeah, you don't want that. Not at all. Well, that's all I want to talk about. Cool. Well, I wanted to... I guess my one's kind of quick as well, really, because it's not really a, a topic of conversation, more about just an event or something. Almost a book review, shall we say. So, um, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I've been reading a lot at the moment, actually, and I like to read you're anyway, just, but I never make it through. Like Pardon? You're just like Oprah. We should start a little book club because I know you love to read, obviously. I love reading. I love reading. Um, and I've gotten three, for, for me, I've gotten through three books in the last two months, which is a lot for me. And the last one I read was This Is Going To Hurt by Adam Kay. And coincidentally, at the same time, my brother, my twin brother, Christopher, he went into hospital on Monday. 
to have surgery for a hernia. So it's nothing major. It was a minor surgery, but he needed to go in. And he'd been waiting for an appointment for such a long time. Because um, some, you know, I think it's tough to get like procedures and things done with the NHS as it currently stands. Now, I don't know too much about the NHS. I, I don't want to pretend like I know what I'm talking about. The book is about, um, so Adam Kay used to be a doctor. He was a junior doctor um, in the early 2000s, well, throughout the 2000s and up until relatively recently, and then stopped it and he became um, a, a writer for TV, like things like Casualty and stuff. And then recently he started doing like comedy and book writing. And this book, this is going to hurt. When he was a doctor, he kept a diary of, well, he kept a diary of things that had happened in the hospital when he was there. And so he basically just rewrote and put in the entries from his diary into this book. Mm-hmm. It talks about his journey over the couple of years that he was there. And it's really funny. It's really, really funny because he talks about like stories. Um, there are tons of stories about what people put inside them and the different things that you'll find. Oh. Someone put like a Christmas tree. Where? In their bum. No. He had to remove a Christmas tree. But it's like a, like a toy one. Well, it would be small, I imagine. But I mean, like, it was bristles. No. Yeah, that or a toilet brush. I think it was a toilet brush, bristle sides in. Um, and like one would like, someone had said that they'd fallen on their... And there are always stories about they'd fallen on it or something. Um, oh, if... <laughs> there's another one where there's a, a remote control and someone was like, oh, I, you know, I just slipped on it. And he said he would have believed them. But then when he found it, the remote control had a condom on it. Why do you put a... I suppose maybe to protect it from the lube. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, people just getting loads of things stuck inside them. But what's quite important is, um, I guess it's just about how the NHS is run and also the pressures that these junior doctors are under. Because you know, a couple of years ago, the junior doctors were on strike. Do you remember? Because about they were going to change their contracting, uh, their contracts, pardon me, about their weekend working hours and the fact that they were going to reduce their weekend working hours. Well, they were going to increase what are unsociable hours to Saturday as well as being a regular working day instead of unsociable hours. And when there were unsociable hours, they were, you would get um, like extra pay for the shifts. Mm-hmm. So essentially, when they're working on a Saturday, they lose pay because it's now part of their normal working week. Um, and then there were some rules and things. Um, and just in the book, it's so interesting because it talks about their working hours. So he might work like 14 to 16 hours in a day, maybe more. They'll do like a night shift that ends at like 9am and have to be back in like the following day or at like 9pm the next day. Well, the same day. And I just thought it was crazy because um, I've had like quite positive experiences, I would say, for the most part when I go to the hospital, except for the fact that there's like just a lot of wait times, isn't it? And a lot of, if you go to like A&E or any sort of appointment, actually, you know how appointments, sometimes it's not a specific appointment, but you have a, you go to the hospital between your appointment's for 9 a.m., but what they mean is, is they're going to see this large number of people between 9 and 1. Yeah. And then so you could be seen at any point during that time. And then it always runs over. And this book's really helpful because it makes you understand like, the pressures that they're under and the fact that these doctors, they'll get a lot of pressure from people and how in the system that we have, the ones that complain the most and are the most disrespectful and rude to these doctors are the ones that actually get benefits, get treated quicker if they start up a fuss. You know, well, yeah, but yeah, that's just the mentality of the world today. Yeah, you know, and the fact that doctors are people because people don't treat doctors like people because they're the ones essentially looking after your lives, and you want to believe that they are more than human, isn't it? You know, so you almost treat them as if they're not people. I don't. I 
I find somebody who's a doctor and I don't know, I, I personally love and show the greatest respect to anyone who volunteers their time to save other people. So uh, firefighters, medics, doctors, mm. any emergency services, people in the war or not in the war in the army, such a massive sacrifice. But yeah, you're right. There's people out there who just literally would, there's people out there who feel just so entitled that they feel they can, I've noticed like it comes to people. I don't know if, I, I don't know if it's, this is the right mentality, but would you think that because people pay taxes or whatever, or because these people are government paid or whatever, that there's sort of like a, I pay your wages. I definitely for- think that. I think you're saying so softly as if that might not be true. I think I 100% believe that. Well, I think that's such a why. The reason why I'm saying it so hesitantly is it's such a massive jump in my head to get there because it's such a disgusting thought to have that it's like surely nobody out there would actually think that. Oh, definitely. I definitely think they will. I don't have the same respect, I'll be honest, for all of the services. For example, like the police. Uh, well, I mean, that comes with reason. Yeah, I just don't have the great respect for, like, I guess, a, a justice system. Just uh, Yeah, I told you that the way that I've been treated by, I think the police has always been, and not to say for any reason that it's race or anything to do with that, I just mean my own personal experiences have been quite negative overall. Yeah. I've never had a positive experience with um, police enforcement, actually. I think my, my like, I always feel the police are out to get you. Like, I always feel like the police are n- not out there for the better of the world. They're out there to get you. I think it's like, I think for the most part, it is just... Um, not, all, not all the police, trip. every single person. Yeah, I think yeah. people that do it just, you know, want power and want to be able to control people. And they have the law on their side, so they think they can treat people a certain way. Not, again, just to reiterate, not everyone, but there's definitely ones out there. And a bad rep goes a lot further than the good ones. It just takes yeah. one bad... Yeah, I don't think like, or I hope that. So I just, I was thinking about it because, you know, like I know my brother was in hospital and it's taken him a long time to get the appointment and it's not through, and, I, and, and I've been to A&E quite a few times with rugby and I've always had, uh, you know, it has been a long wait sometimes, but I've always had a really positive experience. I would say it's just mm. the wait times. That's quite a lot, but we're very fortunate, I guess, because, you know, we don't have the same like, um, fees and things that Americans have to pay, for example. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Although I think there's some belief that like the NHS will go down that route, although they're saying it won't be privatized and all that sort of stuff. Um, but you know, like watching Grey's Anatomy and stuff, I know it's not true, but like American doctors are paid a lot more and have, can be quite privatized because of those fees. Whereas the doctors here, a junior doctor will start at 26 grand, bearing in mind that they've been to university twice and they're still learning there, but you know, they've done their undergraduate and then trained for med school as well. Yeah, but twice as grand is a good entry-level salary. And the pay jump should go up quite significantly. The f- so the first year will be like 26 grand. And then the next year after that is 30. 4K is a big jump for one year. But if you think about the working hours, and I think like the working hours, so this book gives like the real life of what it is. Whereas like the research that I was just looking at in terms of the hours has the agreements that they had back two years ago when um, the doctors went on strike. So mm-hmm. they should be working, you know, a certain number of weekends, like no consecutive weekends. Um, and 
the the hours the maximum hours are supposed to be like 54 in a week mm-hmm. but this book and not to say that it's completely true but the book is very entertaining um and then when you, i read just a, a couple of testimonials sort of online about like doctors saying it uh, that they actually work a lot more so i know 26 grand is a decent amount to start on with bearing in mind they've been to university for seven years but if you think about it per hour suddenly it's gone from 50 to 60 to 90 mm. hours no that's fair and also the amount of stress that people are under they literally have people's lives in their hands this is the worst of it so a third of um junior doctors were saying that they're exhausted in this study that happened of like um 25,000 different um doctors around the country a third of them say they're already exhausted before they start their shift now imagine I don't know about you when you're tired at work, but when I am, and sometimes when I'm in like restaurants and stuff, when I'm doing, I find it really hard to concentrate and I make more mistakes. These people now, no, through no fault of their own, you know, people's lives are at risk here and they're already tired and working at a lower capacity because they're exhausted and overworked. Mm-hmm. So now what we're saying is, is we're going to overwork you and you must come in and be tired and deal with people's lives. And deal with people getting in the face because they've had to wait. Right. So that because there's a failing system that nobody wants to fix. There's a higher risk of mistakes because mm. these people are tired, underpaid, overworked. Yep. Under resourced. Yeah. Like nurses as well. Nurses, doctors, everyone like, again, similar, like probably less so. Cause they don't, they don't even have the cushy doctor pay. There's big problems. And now more people are leaving the, the country and the professions because of that the stress and the overworking. And it, I guess even for me, if I'm if I make it personal to myself or a bit of perspective, I haven't read that book and then thinking about it. Are you touching it. your mic again? Oh my God, I'm always fidgeting. I'm sorry. Just thinking about like sort of my, my life and like, you know, you and I, even before we just recorded, I was complaining about my job. Um, and I always am, you know. I'm taking it for granted, I think, you know. It's being a bit, it puts into perspective the fact that I know fine, like I might have some issues with my work, but it's not on a scale like, these doctors and these nurses and people working in the NHS because they're serving us, you know, to even put it in this, apparently that someone, you know, someone was slating Jeremy Hunt when I was reading, he said there was 120 deaths that were preventable due to under-resourced and under-management. Someone had, you know, researched this, that, whatever. If you think about that due to just like not having, you know, enough sleep, 120,000 deaths. Isn't that crazy? 120,000. Preventable. 120,000. A year? In this one year. Oh, that's a lot. Isn't that crazy? Mad. I don't know what, I don't, I don't know what a solution is. Oh, I mean, no, no. Yeah, we don't need agony ash for this one. I think it might be beyond your scope. <laughs> well, personally, I would say pay politicians less and put money from the politicians we getting into a government fund to support the services. There's one solution. Um, I mean, I guess obviously things aren't that simple and, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things and stuff. What I will say then is, is I would recommend this book. I'd recommend it to you. I think you'd really enjoy it. Um, I think you've given me a very, very, very long insight into what it's about. But it's really funny. Really? It is, yeah, yeah. He's a comedy oh. writer now. Oh, okay. So he, what he writes... We, really got, funny. We, got, we got very serious there. So I was like... The stories in it, are all, they're supposed to be true because they oh, were actual entries. And then at the end, yeah, it's just quite an interesting, it's an interesting story. Um, which What's I've it read. called? 
So it's it called hurt. This Is Going to Hurt by Adam K. Adam K, This Is Going to Hurt. I'll check it out. Do you remember there was a time where I was like in hospital all the time? It would have been six, seven years ago, literally about for a week solid every month for seven consecutive months, I was in hospital. Why? For your stomach? Yeah, for my stomach. Oh, maybe. But you were in hospital staying? Yeah, 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 I had operations and stuff. I don't know if I knew. I can't remember. Maybe I did. Sure you did. I don't know. Um, it literally got to the point where whenever, whenever I knew I had to go into hospital, I would autom- I, I just knew it down to the T. I'd, I'd pack an overnight bag because I knew I wasn't getting out again and pack something that I can keep going while I wait. It was always a book. You just need it. You're waiting there three, four hours. Absolutely. That's why I don't like asking people to come, even when I've like broken my shoulder or something. Because I'm like, no, I don't want you to wait. Like it is a long wait. I was really bad because when I broke my hand, I had to wait. And then I still didn't call my mum. <laughs> and I drove home with a cast on my hand. <gasps> it was a full cast that went from to my hand all the way down to my elbow. And I drove home because I didn't want to wake her up. But it yeah, bad. That was well, it. I just wanted to talk about the book because I've read a couple of good books at the moment, but that one really stood out to me. Um, I'm going to read The Velvet Rage next. Have you heard about that? Ooh, that's on my to-read list. Yeah, yeah. So um, my housemate's boyfriend was like, I read it. And it's, it's a thing, isn't it? It's like a big old gay book thing. So yeah, mm. I'll talk about that one next time. Ooh, book week with Matt and Ash. Yeah. You know, I used to go to gay book club. I didn't. Yeah, before I joined rugby. I went to a gay book club. But it really annoyed me because they never fucking read the books. Stop picking at the mic. Does it, what does it sound like? Hell. <laughs> Why do I keep doing it? Because it's, it's got loads of little ridges and I like just like rubbing it against my skin. Matt, come on. What are you talking this about? This is a family show. <laughs> this is ridge like for you. Sign me with a condom. Oh. <laughs> That's a good shape for oh. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So another app, lovely Apple review and obviously... Anybody else out there listening and wants to leave a lovely Apple review, please do. Um, so this is from Turkey212, five stars. Although I disagree with 95% of what's said, I have to say, <laughs> I have to say, I can't help but listen. Often find myself arguing back out loud, which is a good sign. And to Ash himself, like we'd argue from what we say. Um, he made a typo here, but something day he dreads my messages. I think he must say, must say someday he, someday, some days he dreads my messages. Mm. I do. Like as soon as I see that Turlock come up, I'm like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> not today, Turlock. Turlock, such a cool name. It is a cool name. Turlock. <laughs> Disagree with 95%, you know. Him and Michael will get him just well, because Michael's one of our avid listeners as well, isn't it? Yeah, they were like BFFs. Well, thank you for the feedback and thank you for following. And um, I'm glad that you hate everything that we say. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Will you disagree in this? What's he going to? I sometimes think, and I say this to him: you literally take the opposite opinion of what I'm going to say. So, like we're talking about the house and haunt, or the haunting the hill house. I said, "Well, I loved it, so you'll know that I hate it." And he's like, "Why did you say that?" And I was like, "Well, because I like it." He's like, "No, I." Don't. <laughs> he's like, "No," and he he turned out liking it as well. Freaked him out a bit. So he probably, he probably hates the NHS. I'm obviously putting these really bad words into his mouth. <laughs> but I'm just thinking, if this is what we were pro, he's obviously against it. So he hates the NHS. I never said I was pro-NHS. I just, I didn't say that. You're not, are you not pro-NHS? Well, I didn't, I'm neither for or against. All I said was, is I read this interesting book. 
sorry, what I took away from how lucky when you said how lucky we are because we don't have to pay like the Americans do, to me, I indicated in my head that you were pro NHS. Maybe I made a jump too far. Yeah, you did. Mm, so you're against the NHS. My math too, aren't you as well? I can't believe you're against the NHS. Excellent. Anyway, thank you very anyway. much. Anyway. Um, well, that's it from me. I don't know if you have anything else you'd like to say. No, that's it for me as well. Um, thanks everyone for listening. And like I said before, make sure you go on, leave some reviews. We'll talk about you. Um, thanks for everything. And like I said, thanks again for the support so far. It's been amazing. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye bye.